have these desires on your soul, like they're there for a reason. They're there for you to walk out in this life. And even in those moments where you were, we were sitting on the swing and you were like, how would that ever happen? When we had San Francisco on our vision board and we couldn't even put 20 bucks a month away to go towards that vacation. I still knew one day I will because I have to, like I have to. And so yes, putting that all together of just like, now it's here, it's upon us, we're about to do it. It's just like a moment. Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Erin G, and this is episode 33. This episode is going to be more candid. It's going to be conversational and... Therapeutic. Therapeutic. I think it's it's just, we're leaving. We've been talking about leaving. We've been talking about doing our trip around the world. We're so excited about it. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to some past episodes because we've been talking about it quite a bit. And for whatever reason, this morning, it kind of just hit us, like both of us separately. And then we came together at work and kind of just like hashed it out. But it just hit us like, holy crap, like we are leaving. Like this is reality. It's not just talk. We're not just preparing. It's like we are actually leaving in a week. And there's a lot of emotions, a lot of things going on. And so we kind of wanted to just use this episode as a way to share with you what's coming up for us and the reality of the behind the scenes of what this actually looks like and feels like we're doing something huge and massive and big and bold and it's exciting but it's scary Mm -hmm. and so we want to be real about what we're feeling and going through and um yeah and so that's what we're gonna dive into on this episode it's gonna be a good one but before we get into the episode we are launching Traveler School this week, which is our online course for healthcare travelers. If you haven't heard us talk about it before, go check it out. It's a step-by-step, lesson-by-lesson guide that walks you through everything there is to know about traveling from start to finish. All in one place. All in one place. So you can head over to our website, kimandarang.com slash t-school, and you can check that out and read all about it. But we're doing something really fun to kick off the launch. We are teaching a two-part training series about how, or the, about how, the, <laughs> the five biggest mistakes that most new travelers make and mistakes we've made ourselves. And we're going to go over those things so that you don't have to make the same mistakes and give you some tips and resources to walk away with, um, to really set yourself up for success. Yeah, and at the time of this recording, we have already done one of the ma- one of the trainings already. We did it on Sunday the 9th, but you're in luck because it is a two-day training, and so we will be doing another training tomorrow, and we do it inside of a pop-up Facebook group. So that video that we did on Sunday will still be in the group that you can go and watch and still ask questions if you have it, um, if you have any and we'll be there to answer it. And then we'll be doing another live, the second part of it, on Wednesday the 12th. So yeah. if you want to join, then check out the show notes and the link will be in there. You can sign up. You'll send everything to your inbox and then you can um, get into that group and start watching the first training and be ready for the next one. Yeah, and again, this is the trainings are, are totally free. And whether you ever want to enroll in traveler school or not, you will always get tons of value and takeaways from the trainings that we do. So check it out. We will see you inside the Facebook group. Um, Yeah. All right, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. So as we said, you know, in the intro, we were talking about how 
We've had a countdown on our whiteboard for how many days until we leave for New Zealand? How many shifts do we have left? And I don't know, something weird. It was like I was driving in this morning um, when I was driving home from work yesterday. I just kind of had this overwhelming feeling and I, I couldn't really describe it. It was, it felt nervous, but then it felt excited, but then it felt real. And it was like, we're about to travel around the world for a year. Well, not only that, we're leaving next week. So we're leaving Monday the 17th. So it's a little over a week. So it's nine days. In nine days, we will be boarding an airplane to go to New Zealand. And that's just kicking off this whole thing. And when I say that, it, it and again, we're sitting here in a fully furnished apartment. Yeah. Um, we have to pack. We're, we're launching. We're teaching trainings. We have social things that we're doing with our friends that we have here to say our goodbyes. We have like a million things that were jam-packed into these nine days. And I think what happened for me this morning is that I was driving to work and it's like a 30-minute drive. And I always have my podcast or listen to a podcast and have coffee in the morning. And it's just how I like to start my day. And I was driving and where we live is really, really, really dry during the summer. It doesn't really rain. And I noticed that everything was turning green. Like we've, we've had a lot of rain. We've a lot of rain. And it was beautiful. And the mountains looked beautiful. And the hills. And there was cows grazing. Sun coming up. The sun was coming up. And it was like just this moment of like, I drive this route every day. I've never actually taken a step back to appreciate it. And it's so beautiful. And I felt like, wow, we're leaving here in a week. Like mm-hmm. we're moving. We're leaving. And I really felt like... This is kind of like just a tangent, I guess, but this is really the only contract that we've ever done that I feel like we haven't explored a lot. And I think it's just a season that we're in because I work on the weekends and, you know, we have a lot of other projects that we're working on. It's just kind of the way it was, but it, it was that moan of like, holy crap, we're leaving in nine days. It's beautiful. We haven't really gotten out that much to explore like we typically do on a contract and it's over and how did this happen and it was just kind of like a bunch of different feelings well i mean you have to look at it too this is the longest that you and i have ever worked in a contract together right do you know what i'm saying so then it's basically we've been doing this routine for eight months now yeah which is which is longer than we've ever done so when you get people who are routined as we are and like that kind of flow and you've starting to get used to it and then it was like boom it's done and not only is it done we're about to totally put that into a blender and start from scratch and the unknown and the the excitement of traveling around the world and going to these different places and not doing contracts for for a year like not having that routine i think it's like not only have we been in a routine but we have been these eight months have been a grind. Mm-hmm. Like we have been a se- in a season of grinding. Like we have been working our asses off, paying off debts, paying off bills, um, stacking on savings business, accounts, saving money, um, building this podcast. Like it has just been when we are not working, we are working, mm-hmm. and we've just kind of put our heads down. I think that's what it was. We put our heads down for these last eight months, and we have just been in a zone, and now it's coming to an end and I'm like putting my head back up and I'm like, wow, it's over. Yeah. The way that I, the way that I described it was, you know, people talk shit all the time about like, Oh, 
I'll fight him or I'll fight you or blah, blah, blah when they get like aggressive. But then when you have to put your money where your mouth is and like actually do it, you feel that sense of like, uh oh, like what have I done in a way, right? And that's kind of like how I felt today of just like, it's fun to talk about. Like it's exciting. Like I'm talking it up. I'm super stoked. I've been telling everybody at work, like laying out the plan and all we've done. And then to actually think like, it's next week. Next week. Next week it, it starts. I know. It's, it's a, it's a, again, I think cause it's like, we're not just going on a vacation. And I and, think, talk about that more, like really get into depth with that because I've been trying to explain that at work. It's not what people think is like, oh, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, and it is, but it's deeper than that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to travel the world. Of course. That's amazing. We are so blessed. Like I am so beyond grateful that we have this opportunity to be able to do that. We get to travel the world. We are going to be going to some of the coolest places in the world. Mm -hmm. We will be traveling. But with that, again, this isn't just a vacation for us. We are going to be working, working inside of our course, working inside of our Facebook groups, our podcast, our YouTube channel. Our goal is to do a video vlog every other day. That's a lot of work, right? If not daily. If not daily. So yes, it's not like we're just going to gallivant around the country or the world. Like there's going to be work involved in it. And so with that, it's like, oh my gosh, like, can we really do this? Can we really balance it? And just, you know, the decisions that come with traveling and where we're going and where we're staying and what's next. So it just kind of feels like a lot. Mm-hmm. And and I think, again, this isn't for us to be like, oh, my gosh. Woe is me. No, like, it's just a real honest conversation about, you know, how we're feeling. Of, of course, when you do anything like this, it's exciting, but it also comes with, like, you know, the fears of, you know, financial fears. Um, what other kind of fears? Just, like, what the plan is going to be, how it's all going to come together, like... And I think the fear of the unknown is huge, too, because, you know, you're a great planner. We have the majority of our like first leg completely planned out. We have New Zealand planned out. We have the first leg of our trip to South America and stuff like pretty much in an, in a direction we're going, but there's so much unknown. There's so much, well, how are we going to feel? What are we going to do? Like, how's it going to look? And I think anytime you step out of your comfort zone and do something huge, you're going to have fears that pop up. You're going to have excitement and fears and you have to work through those or else, I mean, I feel like you're just jipping yourself. Well, and I think this is a big thing too. This is so normal. Whenever you're about to do something big, even if like you're just about to start traveling, right? We're talking to a lot of new travelers that are coming into our training and the fears that we see over and over are the same. We're human. We have like, you're stepping out in a big way. Things come up. And I think one of the big things is what I always try to do is I try to, again, not push fears down or make them uh, irrelevant, but look at them and say, is this, is this ultimately true or is this, is this really real, Mm -hmm. right? Doing that gut check of like, is this just a fear because I'm doing something wild and crazy and exciting and new and big and bold and that's a normal expression of that? Or is this just like a red flag that it's not right or like you shouldn't do it? And when I check in with that, I always do that gut check of just like, no, deep down in my soul, I know that this is what our next step is. And also then that helps like, it helps those fears to say, yeah, you're here. I see you. 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at them and like work through them, but it's not something that's holding me back from actually taking the step. Right. That makes sense. Right. No. And, and I think, you know, you and I had talked, you and I had talked about it for a while and we had talked about the, you know, it was our 10 year wedding anniversary and we wanted to do something really big, something that pushed us out of our comfort zones completely and made us feel that nervous feeling because we've gotten so used to stepping out of our comfort zone all the time that those have become normal. All the things that we used to be scared of eight years ago, seven years ago, six years ago, I don't feel those fears anymore and it just feels easy, right? So then it's like, what can we do to really push ourselves towards something we love more than anything that we would want to do day in and day out and what would that be? And that's when we came up with this idea to travel the world and go to, you know, the Orange Series. There's 24 of them in 24 different countries. We're going to hit every one of those and be the first people to hit every one Orange Series in every country, but use that as a map to get us around the world as well. And so any that, that feels crazy, right, to do and not be in your normal routine and not be in the States for a year. And we've never done that. So it, it takes... Some getting used to and there's some fears that come up and that's kind of where we're at. I think too another big thing is like realizing that you know in a week we're going to be living in a van together. Down by the river. Yeah like let's just be you know that's just a like a fact and so I have no idea what that's going to feel like. Like that sounds great in theory like living in a van and parking next to a mountain or a lake and sleeping and waking up with coffee and the sunrise and all, I mean, that just sounds magical, but the reality of what that actually is going to be, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to be squishing a van together. And again, we're very different in a lot of ways where, you know, I like to wake up and be very quiet. Don't talk to me till I have my coffee. Don't talk to me till I've had a little bit of time. You wake up and you're, you like your own time too, but you're more chatty than I am. And we're used to having separate, like separation, even if it's just the bedroom and the living room. Well, we weren't always like that. We had to create that in our environment. Like you had to really be like, yo, I need this. Well, right. And I mean, again, yeah, we have boundaries set up in our relationship. These are things you have to talk about. It's like I said, do not talk to me until I've had coffee. Like, do I need my own time in the morning? I'm not a wake up and chatty kind of girl. I just am not. So yeah, of course you have those conversations. And so you and I know going into it, what each one of us needs to wake up and start their day off on the right foot. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause if I wake up and you're chatting my ear off, that is going to put me into a spiral of like just not doing what I need to do to get myself right to show up for you and for the day, you know, and, and vice versa. Like, you know, like you have your needs too. And so anyways, I think just the point of that is that we're living, like you said the other day. So how are we going to brush our teeth? And, and, and we know we, we're going to have a water, you know? Yeah. yeah like, but it's like, how are we going to cook? We have a little kitchenette, but you know, there's a potty that I don't know exactly what that's going to, you know, it's like all these things of like, what is, you're not just going to jump up and go to the bathroom like a normal person or like going to shower. We have to make sure that we go to a special park in order to take showers and stuff. So it's like all these little things that it's like, I have no idea what this is. But that is the exciting part of it, you know? And I I think, I think that's the biggest thing is in our everyday lives, like right now, currently how we've been living our last eight months or so is you know, Kim works four tens and has two days off during the week and I have the weekends off. And so she works on Saturday. So I have Saturday all to myself. And, you know, we really understand that honestly in a relationship, in any relationship, you really need that time to yourself to 
have that separation. It's not that I don't want to hang out with you. I always want to hang out with you. I always want to, I mean, you're like my best friend that I have. Like we go and do everything together. But when you are glued to each other's side for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for an eternity in a different area of the world, it can get kind of stressful. Well, and it's almost like too, we're in a van. So if you're like, Hey, I'm going to run up to the store real quick. It's like you're taking our house with you. <laughs> well, you're not. You don't really do that. You know what I? Well, right. You know what I? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like I got to go for a walk, or right. And I think you know that's one of the things is like we're gonna just figure this out. Like we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna feel it out. I'm sure there's gonna be some arguments, mm-hmm. lots of eye rolls, and I don't know. Like we're just gonna figure it out. But it's part of the experience and the journey. And like that's one thing that we want to take you guys with us and like sharing kind of behind the scenes of what it's really like and things that we're learning and working on and growing and all of that through the podcast, through our YouTube channel. Um, but that is definitely, and you know, for me myself, like I'm such a, like I'm a social person and I love people, but there's a time and a place. Like I turn on when I'm ready, You're an introvert, but I'm naturally an introvert. Like I fill myself back up by being alone. Like I thrive when I'm alone. I love to be alone and I like to be with people when I want to be and then turn it off. So, um, it's more energy for me to be with people than it is, you know, just to be with myself. And so it's an interesting thing for me to think that last Thursday or yesterday was my last day of completely alone without, you know, anybody going to come home, come over, whatever to myself until I don't know when. And yes, we'll get, we'll have our own time in some capacity, but it will never, it will not be what I have had. Right. And that made me feel nervous, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it, it just did. and again, this is not taking away from the excitement of what we're doing. This is just the realness of what's going on with us right now and just kind of what we're feeling. And we're basically pouring it out on the microphone yeah. and just being real about it. Because I mean, again, deep down, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, no, like I'm, I'm over the moon. Like this oh, has yeah. been a dream of mine yeah. ever since, I mean, ever since I was little, like travel is just like, it's you've a, always said it's you a want part to do a of year. my soul. It's a part of like my fabric. It is something that will, has not ever gone away. It is something I've always wanted to do and take a year, take this time and go. And so the fact that we are actually doing it is a moment. And I was telling Aaron this the other day, but when we lived in Burlingame, Mm. which is one of our favorite places. We lived right across from a park that overlooked the SFO airport. That video on on YouTube is going to come out. Yeah, so go check that video out because we just watched it and it's amazing and it shows the park and all the things. But it brings up a lot of feels for me because we used to run down there. Like that, there's a huge path and we were training for you know a half marathon and all kinds of stuff. And so we used to run down there all the time. And when we would be running or I would just go sit and have coffee or whatever, I would watch the planes for hours. And I always had this like deep feeling of like one day, like we're going to be on one of these big planes together, cheersing with champagne, taking off and going on this incredible adventure together. And it wasn't like, oh, we're just going on vacation. It was more like, holy shit. I would always feel that like, holy crap, we're doing it. We're going and we're we're able to do this and like live out one of our dreams. 
And I always felt so connected to that. And so now we're about to do that and we're taking off from SFO on one of those big planes about to do the damn thing that I always dreamed about that I like, I just, it was always like heavy on my soul for years and years and years. And here we are about to do it from that airport. Well, and mind you, that's crazy to that story because what you didn't tell was that was like three years ago that you were sitting down by that park. And then we've gone around the world. We went, you know, to the Philippines, Southeast Asia. We've come home. We've went to Florida. We went to Connecticut. We've been all over. We end up in Chico. We went to Africa. I mean, we end up in Chico and have this idea and go forward with this whole adventure idea and big idea. From that airport. And it it starts from that airport. And you just said this the other day. And I think another crazy story that I just thought of that I was going to tell you was when we were sitting on the swing in Jacksonville before we even started traveling and we couldn't afford a pizza at the time, you were, we had had a conversation as we normally did. And I said, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, what would be, what do you want to do? Like, what's something that you want to strive for or what's a goal of yours? And you were like, I just want to take a year and travel the world. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like we can't travel a weekend right now. Like how are we going to travel for a year? That's what you came up with yeah. is, is you wanted to travel for a year. And then you were just like, I wish I would have done it in college and taken a year before I started and just traveled the world. And you were saying all these things. You're like, I will take a year and travel the world. And that was tw- like in 2000, was like 2011. And yeah, because it's just funny because that's always, I've always known, you know, before I was a stenographer, I dreamed of being a flight attendant. Like I did a paper on it in high school and said, my dream job is to be a flight attendant. Taking it back even further, my stepdad had a little plane when I was younger and at two years old, he used to take me flying in his plane and I would like, he would like, let me, you know, fly it, whatever. But we would go to the airport for hours and hours and hours and hang out and watch the planes and talk. It was my favorite thing to do Mm -hmm. because every time I was there, I got this like tingly feeling. Mm -hmm. And I remember that even as a kid, I would like beg him, can we go to the airport today? And it's just, it's just interesting how, again, like, you know, when you have these desires on your soul, like they're there for a reason. They're there for you to walk out in this life. And even in those moments where you were, we were sitting on the swing and you were like, how would that ever happen? When we had San Francisco on our vision board and we couldn't even put 20 bucks a month away to go towards that vacation. I still knew one day I will, because I have to, like I have to. And so yes, putting that all together of just like, now it's here, it's upon us. We're about to do it. It's just like a moment. It's like mm-hmm. a moment. And to top it off, we are we fly out on um, at 11 p.m. And so we're going to go head down for the day and we're going to go to that park, which I think is so cool because we get to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, in a couple hours, that's going to be us. And we're going to be off for this incredible adventure. We have no idea what to expect, but like we're doing it together and we're here for it and we're open. And we are going to get champagne. We're going to get fucking champagne. I don't usually drink on airplanes because I always want to show up feeling my best and I don't, you're already dehydrated, but we're going to have a glass of champagne because I have to bring that full vision to life. Well, right. And I think, you know, we have, we did take a big leap in 2016 and, you know, we basically, like we always say, we were burning our scrubs and, and going on this big adventure, but I think that just goes to show you how much we wanted it. And it, I was just thinking while you were talking 
how much work we've put into getting to this vision and being able to do this. You know, it's like traveler school is fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's something that allows us to do what we love to do and work from anywhere. And mm-hmm. we've saved money. We've paid down debts to like, we don't have any, and we're able to, we've simplified our lives to do this. So this has been three, four, five, six years in the making. And when we took that first trip, we didn't know what to expect when we went to Southeast Asia and we're playing around for however long we we're going to play around. But what's crazy about that is it wasn't right for the time, but what came out of that trip was so overwhelmingly positive and so motivational and inspirational. And I think going into this trip even more prepared, I'm so excited to see what could lead yeah. down the road. Exactly. I'm like, really, that's that's one of my big excitements. Yeah, it's exciting. And it's like, we're just open to the possibilities. We're showing up for it. We're here for it. And, um, and, and just like to piggyback on what you said, you know, I believe that everybody has dreams. And when you get real with yourself and you ask yourself, what do you really want? What do you actually want? When you asked me that day, what do you really want? I was like, this is what I've always wanted to do for whatever reason. And... But you don't, we didn't just sit around and, and like hope that it came and hope and, you know, manifest and whatever. I'm, I fully believe in manifesting because I feel like you have to hold that vision for yourself, but you have to take action. You have to take the steps. You have to have a plan. You have to be like, this is what we want to do. How do we get What there? are the steps to get there? Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, we've been working for years to simplify and downsize our lives and get clearer and clearer and clearer on what we actually want. And now here we are. And it wasn't a fucking overnight thing. No. It's something we've been dreaming and working on for a while. And now it just seems like an overnight thing because we're announcing it. But it's like this has been brewing and mm-hmm. percolating for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And so now we're doing it. And it's badass. And... I'm just so excited to see here's okay. Here's my other, and you and I have had a lot of conversations about this is that we tend to get worked up quickly when we're lost, when, Mm. you know, things aren't going right. Like we both kind of get hot headed real quick because we get anxious because we get nervous because we're like, especially when we get lost. I feel like, I don't know. There's just something that happens with that. And so Knowing that on this journey, we're going to get lost. We're not going to know where we're going. Things are going to happen. Like it's part of traveling. It's just a part of it. And so really wanting to go into this, like being more calm, being Mm -hmm. more of like less anxious because I'm also a planner. So like being less anxious, being more go with the flow and just saying, we're going to figure it out. It's okay. Unless we're in immediate danger. Just try to be calm. And I think you're more of the aggressor when it comes to the vehicle, when it comes to driving. (laughs) I usually, I usually, do I? I I usually react when you react bold. That's my thing. But I do, my thing is, is I get really anxious um, until we get out of security at the airport. Like getting our tickets, putting our bags in, going through security. That makes me super anxious and we're going to be doing that a lot. And so me like that, I mean, you know, when I get that anxious energy and then you feel it and then you start to get like worked up and anxious and then we end up spouting off at each other or doing something. And I just really want to, again, just understand that things are going to happen and I'm okay with it. And 
everything is okay as long as we are okay. I agree. And it's like, if we lose a bag, we lose a bag. Right. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, it's going into it to really work on that, that over-anxious yep. thing that can come out when I'm out of my element. Right. And that's like well, my biggest mantra is wanting to, it's like the year of calm, the mm-hmm. year of fun. I want to show up feeling more calm. Have, and when we're calm, we have more fun. And just knowing when you go into anything with the expectation that shit's going to happen, things are going to go wrong. It's a part of it. We're going to get lost probably hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. But when we just know that and we can say it's okay, we'll we'll find our way. It's a part of the adventure and just work on being more. Because I just want to be a calmer person in general. Mm-hmm. Like I can run super hot and it's like that doesn't feel good. I don't have fun when I'm anxious and stressed out and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, this is going to be a big learning curve and a big like opportunity to mm-hmm. learn and grow because nothing pushes you, I think, or pushes you out of your comfort zone or challenges you or pokes you like travel because you're constantly out of your comfort zone in motion and having to make decisions and figure things out in a foreign place that if you don't know what you're doing well, I've or all, going or I've, speak the same language. I've actually given this advice in my current contract to people that are like just started dating. I was like, you want to see if you're meant to be with this person? Go to a foreign country and travel and go for like a extended vacation with that person to see how well you blend because there's going to be every situation thrown at you, stressful situations, high anxiety, out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Like, how do you guys mesh in those situations? Because that's what really you can build a relationship on when you can take some serious situations and see how you both interact together and do you work together or do you go in polar opposite directions? Yeah. Like, because the world and life is not easy all the time, even in our current situation. So it's how you build that relationship with that individual when times get tough is what really keeps you going. Yeah, and and that's I want to be a calmer person mm-hmm. going into this, and I think that this is a great opportunity for that. The other thing is money, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's always that's always a thing. Like we have a budget, we have a daily budget, and I know in my heart of hearts that we're totally fine. We mm-hmm. have more than enough. But I think anytime you're doing something like that, and here's the thing, again, it's really not even that scary. It's it's like, God forbid, the worst case scenario is for some crazy reason far beyond our wildest dreams. This is not ever going to happen. But we ran out of money or something. We come <laughs> back and take a contract. It's not like we don't, you know what I mean? So it's if you really think about it and dig into it, it's like, okay, that's not that scary. And we're okay. But I think anytime we get a lot of questions about the budget and money and how are you doing this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yes, that's a huge factor. That's a huge factor of like, what if we go over our budget or, you know, things like that's that. That's my, okay. So that's the thing is like, Kim and I have been very known to, when we go out to mm-hmm. dinner, we order anything we want. And if okay, we want, if we want a, a <laughs> bo- bottle of wine all the time, like we, we love a, and appreciate a good meal and we will spend money because we love the experience of it. It's one of my favorite things to do is go out and have a dinner with you and just like have it order what we want, have an experience. But when you're traveling and you're on a budget, that's different. Right. And I think that's my biggest thing is that's something I learned when we went over to Bali and Thailand and stuff like that. Kim and I would just be like, we want an experience and we would just, we, we never looked for the cheapest prices or we never, 
like said, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't order, you know, the imported wine that costs, you know, 24 to 36 US dollars like per meal or whatever, instead of eating like street food every once in a while or the real local food, we would go to the Americanized like healthy restaurants and things like that. And so it's really being able to embrace that and have that budget, that daily budget and see how well I can stick with that. Yeah. And I think that's part of it too. Like that is a huge part of our learning because you and I, yes, we used to be on a budget when we worked full time in Florida, we were on a budget because we didn't have a choice. We didn't have any extra money. So it was like, how can we have these $20 and make this last? For Dude, the I used to ration my gas. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was real deal. Like we were on a strict budget because we didn't have a choice. Since we have started traveling, we have not been on a budget because we have make more than we, we spend. Make, we make more money. We have whittled our lives down as we've talked about with our debts and things like that. So we have a lot of money. We save a lot of money. And so we don't have the same restraints as we used to have. And so we're still, I mean, I still consider ourselves like we're not big spenders. Like I don't, we don't really buy material things at all because, no. but we do buy food. That's our thing. We buy experiences, experiences and food. And so this will be the first time that you and I are on a budget since what? Eight years. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's going to take learning. That's going to take conversation. That's going to take communication. That's going to be like, is this worth it? Is it not? Granted, our budget is still $100 a day, which is still a decent, that's a great budget. That will take you a long way in South America and Southeast Asia. Like in most places in the world, we're going to be fine. But it, and I actually think it adds to the fun of it. Too, I agree. Because it, because instead of just being like, oh, we can do whatever we want. It's kind of like, okay. Let's go here and honestly, those local places that street food is the best possible, like mm -hmm. most, like that's like going to be where you're going to get your best meals. So I feel like it's going to be a game. It will be. And I think it's going to be good for us and I think it's going to be fun, but it's different than how we're used to living. And so it's going to take practice for us mm -hmm. because it's just not anything that's our normal anymore. Right. So. Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to end it on this topic. Um, that I was thinking about was what you said. You and I had this conversation the other night, how remembering the feeling. Remember I said, I want to put the feeling in a Mason jar mm -hmm. and put it in my back pocket. And when, when I get these feelings of like wanting to do an experience and it may be over our budget and I'm just like, whatever we have the money, let's just do it. Yeah. Knowing that like, if you do that all the time, like your money is going to run out faster, which we've set it up to where like we're, we're good. And I don't think that would happen. Like you said, but remembering the feeling I have now over be, going to work and driving to work and just really wanting to be on this adventure, wanting to travel, wanting to see how far we can take this, see how far we can go and being like, Oh, well, well I got to work. I got to work this many days and I, and I got to go to my contract. And, and as of right now, that's not what I want to be doing. I, I want to be doing this travel trip and I want to be experiencing life and using all this time that we've really worked hard for this and like really seeing how far it can take us. Yeah. And so basically the conversation that we were having about bottling it up and being able to remember that feeling of it's either you have this experience or you go back and take a contract. Right. And I, yeah, I agree. I, and here's the thing too, is, is traveling 
isn't always rainbows and butterflies. We've traveled long-term before. Like it's fun. It's amazing. It's all the things, but it, it comes with its own set of challenges, right? Just like healthcare traveling. It's amazing in so many ways, but it comes with its own set of challenges. And so it's not always rainbows and butterflies. There's times where you're like, damn, I'm tired. Or this is hard. Or miss my family. Or all of these things come up. But it's like you said, I want to remember that feeling of like, I, what does it feel like to be locked in a room in the dark for 10 hours a day, you know, scanning patients, clocking in and out for 30 minutes a day on lunch, like, you know, on call, on call, like the grind. So it's like, I want to do everything we possibly can to not do that. Mm -hmm. I want a whole year of not doing that. And so I will do whatever it takes. And I want to remember that, like you said, like, remember that it's easy to forget once you get out of it for a while, Mm -hmm. but it's like remembering that feeling of just like when you pull in the parking lot and you're about to walk in and clock in for the next 10 hours of your life. And you're just like, at least me, I'm just, I feel like I'm slowly dying Mm -hmm. inside because this is not in alignment with what brings me joy. I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. And so remembering that feeling and holding on to that Mm -hmm. because the alternative is doing is going back. And we don't want to do that for a year. We want to enjoy this, embrace it, have fun with it, be open and see where else it leads and see where this leads us. And um, we're going to be taking you guys with us and really sharing you know, this experience and what it's really like and what we're learning and things that are coming up and just, um, what it's really like. Yeah. Because I think people have this, you know, even talking to people at work, it's like, Oh, we're traveling for a year and people are like, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. You get a vacation for a year, blah, blah, blah. And there's all this glamor, even on Instagram and, and, and YouTube, like everything, like there's so much glamor and, um, like hype around travel and it's amazing. But there's also a lot of other things that come with it. And so yeah. we really want to share that inside scoop. Yeah, the anti-Instagram. Behind the scenes Instagram. Right, because yeah. it's like everybody posts the fun pictures. Woo, look at us. They didn't just see the fight you just got into before you just posted that picture because correct. somebody didn't have the correct angle or whatever the reason is. Well, like, whatever the reason is, you're around each other all the time and you're fighting and then you're like, we got to take a picture. Hey, we're going to smile for two seconds and then go back to like, Yeah, Bleh. that's weird anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, but yeah, so... And we are going to do a whole episode on just budget stuff because Mm -hmm. that has been a big question. And I think, again, everybody, because here's the thing, lots of people would probably want to take a year for travel, but the, the, the biggest component of that is like, how do you budget for that? Where does, how much money do you need for something like that? Whatever. So you're going to, cause without that, you can't go period. End of story. Right. Even if you have the time. Well, I think with that too, there's a lot of gray area there because it's basically like how people set up their lives and things like that. So all we can do is I guess, paint a picture of what we've done and break it down yeah. in a, in like a system. So anyway, stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah. And we'll leave it with that. If you want to sign up for our training for healthcare travelers, Go into the show notes, sign up, put your email and name in. We will send you all the information and um, check out Traveler School if you're interested in learning more about that on our website, KimAndAaronG.com. And yeah, if you like this podcast, share it with your friends, subscribe, and we'll see you all next week. See you next week. 